This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's read Matthew chapter 13 verse 31. Matthew 13 31. I want us to read something from there. Another parable put it forth to them saying... The kingdom of heaven is like what? Which a man took and sowed in his field. Next verse. Which indeed is the least of all seeds. Is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs. Kingdom principles for growth and expansion. We just want to start. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. God bless you, you can have your seed. The mustard seed is what gives birth to a mustard tree. The mustard seed is a very small seed. I've seen it before. Very tiny. But when it is planted... It grows to be a very big shrub. That's what the Bible says. But in one point, everything about the kingdom of God has an assignment to grow and multiply. It is the nature of the kingdom not to be bothered so much about how something starts, but when the kingdom is at work, Regardless of how something starts, it must blow up, expand, and multiply. That made Jesus to have the audacity to say to a boy with five loaves and two fish, that say, if it's the kingdom, there is the multiplying power that comes upon whatever comes into the kingdom and it multiplies it. It amplifies it. It's the nature of the kingdom. In the vision that Daniel saw, or Nebuchadnezzar saw, and Daniel interpreted, in Daniel chapter 2, Daniel said to Nebuchadnezzar that in the days, I don't know what verse precisely, that he said, you saw a stone that was cut without hand. Maybe 38 or so. Please give me that scripture. It was a stone. So, Daniel saw, okay, 34, thou saw it till a stone that was cut without hand. We smote the image upon his feet. They were of iron and clay and break them to pieces. Next verse. Then was the iron and the clay and everything broken down. There was no more place found for them. But last part. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. That's the kingdom. Daniel began to describe. Nebuchadnezzar saw that this was what happened when he said that all the magicians couldn't give him the meaning or they couldn't tell him even the dream and he said was going to execute all of them and Daniel prayed and God revealed it to Daniel Daniel saw many I spoke about a man after God we were considering Daniel saw many years ahead exactly what happened because Jesus was the stone Nebuchadnezzar slept in the night of course it's not part of our message but it will help a little and he saw a vision the Bible said the earth gold. He saw an image that was so bright. Maybe more than 60 feet tall or so. The image was so big that the king was scared. 
But when he woke up, he did not remember the dream again. But what he saw was that the image had the head gold, the breast silver, then the tie brass, then at the leg there was iron and clay mixed together. And the king was looking at it. It was a trance, kind of, no, a vision, actually, a night dream. And as we were looking at the image, he saw that a stone came from nowhere, like somebody threw a stone in. And the stone hit the image at the feet. And the image fell down, got broken into pieces, and the wind carried the image away. And that stone started getting bigger and bigger and filled the old hearts. And when the Ganesha woke up, he was scared. What is this? And when Daniel was brought in, he told the king, he said that this is just very simple. This is about four kingdoms. The gold head is you, O king. He said, after you shall arise an inferior kingdom. After that kingdom, another kingdom. After that kingdom, the fourth one. That we have the strength of an iron. Those were also the beasts that Daniel saw in the night. The vision of Daniel is what study, but I've talked about that in a while. But they are the event that also still play themselves again in the last days. He saw ram. He saw e-goats. He saw leopard. And then they describe all these beasts. Then he saw the last one that he saw was such a terrible beast, like a bear that was tearing and devouring all of them. And Daniel became sad. He became scared. Daniel 7, when he saw the second vision, and the angel explained to him, that what you saw, very similar to what you saw in the time of King Nebuchadnezzar, what Nebuchadnezzar saw. After Nebuchadnezzar, you have Belshazzar, his son, who took over, who lasted just for a short time. After Belshazzar, then Nebuchadnezzar was from a country called Babylon. Then Babylon was captured and conquered by Persian Empire. Well, you've seen it in the film 300. And then Persian Empire was conquered by a country called Greece, by Alexander the Great. And then Greece was conquered by a nation called Roman Empire. So it was Roman, so King Nebuchadnezzar, Babylon was the head of gold. Persian kingdom was the silver. Alexander the Great, Greece was the brass. And Roman Empire was the iron. Now note the vision. The stone, when the stone came, did not hit the image at the head. Did not hit the image at the chest. It hit the man at the feet. So Jesus came in not in the time of uh, Nebuchadnezzar, not in the time of Cyrus, not in the time of Alexander. Jesus came, who was only when Jesus came? The Roman Empire. So when he got to the turn of the iron and the clay, which was Roman Empire, Jesus came in and the Bible said that stone is the last kingdom that will fill the whole earth. That's what I'm saying. We have a kingdom that cannot shake. Yeah. Hebrews 12. Hallelujah. So those were the, that was the vision. But the nature of the stone is that it came as a small stone. But then it filled the whole earth. And Daniel explained that to Nebuchadnezzar. That the nature of the kingdom is that once the kingdom comes into something, it multiplies. I will do a skip before we come back to some other things. There are about five principles from the Bible that I want us to look at in God's word. But we just consider one today for just a few minutes and then we are going to continue to the beginning again. You know, I'm skipping a little go to one of the principles. Then we come back to some things to consider before we move into the principle. Just understand that it is the nature of the kingdom that whatsoever. So when the woman said, thy servant asked nothing. Elisha said that, you mean nothing? Nobody's in the world without nothing. 
without anything. If you have joined the kingdom, whatever little is left, when the kingdom mixes with it, it will be multiplied. So she said, okay, I think I have a jar of oil. Then Elisha said, bring it. And he added kingdom to it and the thing began to multiply. Because anything you start as a kingdom person has a destiny of multiplying. You can start with a kiosk on a street. It will become a shopping mall very soon. Not because of materialism, but it is the nature of the kingdom. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When God created man, the first instruction given to man, it did not even say fast or it didn't start by saying pray. Of course, we need to pray. We pray. The first word God said to man, be fruitful. It shows that God said that, look, whatever we create, we don't expect them to remain at the same level. As I come back, it must have grown. As a matter of fact, Jesus ordered in his parable that the servant whose talent did not multiply should be thrown into outer darkness. Because it is not consistent with the nature of God. That somebody stands on one spot and you are not moving. Something is given over to you and then it begins to diminish. It's against the nature of the kingdom. Laban said, I have learned by experience. That experience what they actually means by consultation. Laban was actually a practice, a, a somebody who practices witchcraft or a kind of horoscope or so. When he went to see, he said to Jacob, I have learned by consulting my stuff that my goods multiplied because we came in. And when Jacob was living and he was angry and was talking to, uh, to Laban, his uncle, he said, little you had when I came. But see how many things you have right now. I brought the kingdom here. And one day God spoke to Jacob that you will continue to multiply Laban's good until you separate yourself. Because the anointing is on you. It's not on Laban. But because you are working on that Laban, we must bless Laban. When these things are not happening to a Christian, what's the problem? When a believer is being fired for being unproductive in a place of work, it is that we have deviated from certain things. There are people watching me. You start a business, you open a job, there and now you are just saying we are trusting God. Things never move. You must understand, go back to what I shared last message and the first service. There is a way to give life to what you are doing. It's not in the nature of the kingdom that something should remain. You represent the king for what to do and there are five things that you must understand that will enable the life of the kingdom to come alive in what to do. Say amen. amen. So conscious of this thing was our Lord Jesus Christ that even when it was not time for the fig and the fig did not produce fruit, he caused the tree. God hates when something is stagnant. That guy told the master, who says, here's your one talent. The master said, you do understand. When we give you one thing, we don't collect one thing back. Mm. In our kingdom, multiplication is a must. Mm. Is somebody hearing me? Yes, Under the Lord, that guy wasn't guilty. At least he gave you a one coin back. But the master said, no. In the world out there, they might pardon you. In the kingdom, we resent things not growing. Why? Be fruitful. That was the first thing God said, man, multiply. Replenish their subdue and have dominion. When Noah came out of the ark and God had destroyed the entire world, they said, Noah, 
as soon as Noah came out, the first thing God said to Noah again is that we have not changed our mind about what we expect from man. He said, be fruitful, multiply. Jesus said, here is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. See, if everybody goes home tonight or this morning or this afternoon, all I've been able to achieve is to get you to be conscious of the fact that it is not God keeping you at the level you are. God is upset about the fact that you are something. January, February, March, you are still telling the same story. I am just taking all this to let you know it is not in the nature of your Heavenly Father. Jesus said, Earring is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit and that your fruit shall remain. So can we say, Earring is your Heavenly Father embarrassed? That you remain stagnant and you bear no fruit. But it's a function of understanding. Isaac obeyed God. He planted in the same year and he reaped hundredfold. The Philistine counted as something strange. But God said, look, this is normal with us. This is just who we are. Can I hear it? Amen. Glory to God. Ah. When David took Uriah's wife, Bathsheba, and killed Uriah, when Nathan came and told him the parable that a man was and David got and said, Who is the man? I'm going to destroy. I said, You are the man, sir. And David said, I have sinned against God. Go and read that message. Nathan told him that I took Saul's house, I gave it to you. He said, Don't say the Lord. I gave you the house of your master. Then Nathan said something powerful. He said, I gave you children and wife. He said, if they were too little, I would have had dead. He said, but not to cross to another man's wife. That means God is not against abundance, it's against covetousness. He said, if what I gave you, if you came to me and said they were too small, I would have multiplied, but not what belongs to somebody else. You know, if you are not angry enough, you won't change certain things. Anger is necessary at times. To say enough is enough. Some of demons can tell when you are serious about talking to them or when you are just talking from your lips. It's like the case of a dog. You have a dog that loves someone. You are going as follow. You say, go back. He might not go back. There is a way you tell your dog, go back. He knows that this one is another. I have to go. Children do the same thing. Stop that. But there is a stop that that comes. And they stop because they know what we follow. <laughs> women are better at that anyway. But I don't know. Most women I talk to, they believe in beating children. I just have some of the leaders at that. When you have a child, do plan to be there. Say, ah, Pastor, are you asking? <laughs> because I find it difficult to hit a child. I don't know how to. <laughs> Amen. But some people have that grace. In my house, I do have such a grace. Someone else does. <laughs> you know, one day my son was pulling my cheeks. He was pulling. So my wife sat there. And I said, Can you do that to your mom? He just looked that direction and went to the room. <laughs> now, now, case closed. <laughs> you know, I tell them, Go and sleep. Then you know, children know how to they know how to patronize you. When they are, when when I try to go and they want to go and sleep, they'll just come and sit on my laps and it will just melt my heart. 
I travel a lot. I go to places. So when I'm around, and even in church, I stay here praying. So when I have the opportunity to spend time with them, I enjoy it so much. And they know. Even though many times I do have my time. When I'm there, you want to talk to them. They are watching cartoon or something. And But when I go and sleep, then they will come. Say, Daddy, you know I love you. I sit down. Then for me, that ends the sleep. But for someone else, go and sleep is once. You just see all of them lining up. <laughs> like you command principality. What is it? <laughs> and it's good for a home to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was praying after twelve last night. I saw my so I still came down. I said, do you know the service tomorrow? We are leaving for twelve quarter to six. And now they wake you up now. You start complaining. I said, you should have slept. They said, that I don't feel like sleeping. So I thought they will be standing around me like that. I will be praying. They will be if they hear the sound of our room, the door, then everybody goes to sleep straight away. Say, mommy is coming. Say, hey. the one that can catch you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I think all in that they have no most of them know that I don't even like people beating kids around me. Once you start doing I towards the oh, I will start warning you. I told the family in the church, their daughter did something. I said, she did it to me. I said, I am going to ask her next Sunday. I said, the way I'm looking at the two of them, there is a plan <laughs> to beat this girl. As they said, Pastor, we bad. But they look. I said, if I ask her next week. I said, please leave her alone. At least I pleaded for her jaw. Ah, the mother was looking at her. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Did you get what I've just said? About the kingdom. That it must grow. We will look at different aspects from people in the Bible. When Rebecca was married up, they bless her that may you give her to multitude and may your descendant possess the gate of the enemies. It was a consciousness that all of them had in those days. See, this consciousness was what made Jacob to go to Laban's house. He left the house with just a bag. And we are going to look at this. There's no disadvantage to a Christian. One bag. The father just blessed him. He didn't give him anything. He traveled to a strange land. By the time he was coming back, he came with multitude of children, goods and servants. It is the kingdom. Lot who follow Abraham got multiplied in silver and in gold. And when he moved away from Abraham, he was left with his children and ended up sleeping with. The thing was on Abraham. I am telling you, that which was on Abraham is on you also. Because it is the nature of the kingdom. But there's just one part I want to look at today. Proverbs 22, 29. Hallelujah. Because it functions with understanding. See thou a man. Ah. Oh God. I think next Sunday we'll start. Men after God, I will start with Solomon. First service, awesome. Second service, and this one also. Well, if you are going for third service, so next Sunday... It's going to be, I'm going to start from because I was wearing now. Seest thou a man that is diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mere men. Everybody say diligence. diligence. I do know what the Bible said that in the morning sow your seed. 
Ecclesiastes 11 says, In the evening, do not withhold your hand. When it comes to consistency, God has a controversy with some Christians on that matter. Ah. I don't know of anybody with a mighty visitation from the realm of the spirit without them first of all checking out your consistency. Days of praying by 4 a.m. every day and it looks like nobody's noticing. One day, when the angel appeared to Cornelius, Acts chapter 10, he said your arms and your prayers, they have come up as a memorial before God. They did not appear to Cornelius the first day. If you look at the structure of that angel's word, Cornelius must have been fasting and praying on a particular day every time for years. And they just said, oh boy, we know in heaven. We are just waiting for a time. I, I don't know why I prayed yesterday, why the Lord dropped this in my heart. That tell people to kill in their lives. This inconsistency. So we start praying 6 o'clock today. Then there's no Nepal like the chain. If you are oscillating, you cannot touch deep treasures in the kingdom if you are not a diligent person. When we were at Blue Pier, in the early days of the church, this is still our early days. <laughs> it was a multiple person that would set up on Sunday morning with this man too after because some people use it for party and some other things. They gave us a store to keep speakers. And I was praying for office. And Lord, what about the store where you are keeping speakers? I said, there is not even anybody to cancel. We're about 16 children there. Nobody to cancel. And the Lord told me that every day, go and sit down there. Shame they gave you that one 24 7. It's the order you cannot use only on Sunday. You can use the order. So every day, I will go and sit down. Thank you. Just these speakers, here and there, speakers, a little place you just put a seat. And I'll sit down there, cross my leg, I'll be worshiping, I'll be reading books. There were maybe two, three months, nobody ever came to me that passed home and prayed for me anything. There are things with desire. When they come, they become a problem. Now, I don't want anybody to come and say, come and pray for me. Even though I pray for everybody, because there are so many, if I pray for everybody, I won't even have time to pray again. But you see, God was saying something. See as thou a man that is diligent. I want to show you the way everyone rates this thing. Have you ever studied about how they selected an apostle to replace Judas? Acts chapter 1. Let me show you the prerequisite. Just look at the way they, the way they concluded the matter in Acts chapter 1. Go to that verse. Wherefore of all these men? Then they began to say, from the time that Jesus started during the baptism of John. If you look at that verse, go down, down, down. Peter was talking, and he said that wherefore of all these men that are witness, wherefore of all these of these men, which have accompanied that they were about to pick out of 122 people, this explains why it looks like God singles out so able to bless them. Honestly speaking, till we get to heaven, we'll keep, keep answering that question. Lord, why is it that only few Christians, if you are truly a Christian, you will know that some Christians have amazing testimony. The question that why are some of these things not happening to some other people among us? I know Christians who have died of cancer. I know Christians who survived it supernaturally. I know Christians. You see all these stories around. Around. You 
Maybe beloved, I was given three houses in one day. At least we have some few people in the church here that things like that houses were given to them. We are people. I know somebody in this church right now who moved from 160,000 a month to 2.4. A sudden change that, that, that does not make sense. That does not make sense. At least I know three people like that, that the income went times 10 exactly. I know somebody who gave an amount in this church, he gave 250,000 and somebody gave him 5.6 million within four or five days. Why is it that these stories are fine? It's that God is stingy with miracles or there are things that believers don't understand. Now look at 120 and look at how people were disqualified. 120. Say, this man. No, no, no. See, no, no I'm not saying you go to verse 20. Stay there. There were 120 people in the upper room. That's what I said. Wherefore, this man which have come now all the time. Did you notice the word all the time there? Do you remember that in chapter 6? When he talked about eating his flesh and the blood, so people went back. So there were those, not that they did not follow Jesus, but they did not follow him all the time. They follow at times, at times they stay back at home when they consider his doctrine too hard. Some Christians have no record of attending a church for three years. Maybe you are hearing me now. And some watching me now. Their lifespan of a church is seven months. They will fight and not share the fight somebody that go to another church. I know people, they have no record. They've never stayed with a single church for four years. Just like there are people. Some have never given tithes a 12-month period that they didn't break it in between. Some have never prayed devotion for 30 days without a day skipping. When will you have a record of being diligent that everyone can trust you that if we go to that room, it will be there? The men, ah, Diligence. The men that set up Daniel. Daniel was so consistent in the time of prayer, the posture, the position, and the direction. That when those men made the king to sign, they went there and they were not disappointed. He opened his window towards Jerusalem. They knew where to go to catch him. And they went there and they caught him. They were not disappointed. If Daniel's prayer life was oscillating, those men will find it difficult to trap him. But they were too sure that this guy prays every day. Three times a day. That's what the Bible says. He opens his window towards Jerusalem. Three times a day. He prayed to the point that day, if your routine with God is not known by people around you, you have not started. The Lord is asking me to challenge the house and those who are watching me. Too many Christians are not. Ah, yes. Go back to where for those men. They said that followed us at all times. Go back to that at, 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 at all times when Jesus went in. <laughs> Let's start one by one. Formula one. The number one thing. Those who follow at all times. That was the first thing that they put down as a requirement. All times. Number two. They said when Jesus went in and out. <laughs> Some were there when they went in. But they didn't come out. Some were there when they came out, but they didn't go in. And they were disqualified. Next one. Verse 22. Beginning from the baptism of John. So, Saibu joined halfway. They were not there when the Holy Ghost heaven opened. And the Spirit of God descended upon it. Peter put the parameters right. He said, this is the benchmark. We are starting from who were the people that were there when the ministry started. 
baptism of John. He said, unto the same day, look at emphasis, the same day that was taken off from him, some followed him, when they crucified him, they ran away. So, Peter was saying that, till the day was taken, the day the Holy Ghost came upon him, and the day the Holy Ghost left him on the cross, I want men who were there, all true, not those who joined in between. Some started, they stopped in between. Some joined in between, they continued to the end, but they did not start. He said, must be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. Next verse. And they appointed to. By the time they laid down all those, the, the, the criteria, you know what? From 120, only two people were standing. As they were listing all the parameters, people were sitting down. So at the end of the day, it remained just two people. Only these two guys were there, apart from the 12 disciples, at the beginning, and they were still there at the end. People like Judas were there at the beginning, but did not end with them. But only two guys. And then they now pick one of the two. Diligence. I will end by showing you what Jacob said to the wives. Genesis 31. When he left her, Laban's children were complaining that he took her father's wealth. Then he said something to them. I think let's start from that. But when he was saying that, you know, I sat my your father, is my sister, so with all my might. I serve your father. He said, you know that with all my power, I serve you. He was talking to his two wives. He was giving them reason why they were escaped from the father. He said, you know. You are, it's your dad. I'm your husband. He said, but you both witness how with the last sweat I did, I serve your father. Then he began to count. Verse 7. Your father deceived me. Changed my wages 10 times. The contract was changed 10 times. And Jacob said, I was there diligent. He said, but God did not allow him to hurt me. Next verse. If he said that the speckle shall be your wages, then all the cattle's best speckle. And if he said dust restricted, then all the cattle's restricts. Next verse. Thus God has taken your cattle from your father and given them to me. Next verse. It came to pass at the evening when the cattle conceived, the vision they saw that led to. Next verse. The angel spoke to me and said in a dream, Jacob, and I said, here am I. Next verse. He said, lift up your hand. All the cattle says, for I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. Next verse. See, if we go to the next chapter, when he finally escaped, now this was part one, talking to his wife about how he served the father. Then Laban caught up with him. And Jacob said, why are you pursuing me? He said, when I carry your animals out, the one that lion ate, I did not report it to you. I bore the loss. Oh, God. One day, Pastor Blaise Aushika told us a story where she was starting out business. She made a, you know, she's the furniture, made a furniture for a company. At times, it will look like a Christian is losing because of a reason. And the, they gave the contract to a company which she paid her company could have done it, but the, she felt that these are executive chairs. She gave it to higher people. We, so she lost more money paying just to satisfy that company that gave them the business. But the company she gave the chair to did nonsense. When the office received the chair, after one more part of the chairs were peeling, and it's a great office in Nigeria, and they called and rejected it, she returned their money full. She said for months she could not pay staff. 
It looked like you could have stood your ground. You know, they are a bit to a company cheated me, but he said no. She told her star that the name of this company must be protected. If they are saying our chairs are bad, collect the chairs and give them their money. Our name, our name. A good name is better than silver and gold. Finally, they suffered for some months. The company broke through. That name you are hearing in town now came from that thing. From that thing. She could have saved herself. I can't kill myself. Like the language of many. See as thou a man. This is where the Bible did not say a Christian. There are certain aspects of God. Only Christian can worship the person of Jesus. But when it comes to the principles of God, they are universal. Give and it shall be given to you. We work for anybody. Many of the philanthropists in America are atheists, but they are still giving. Why some Christians will hurt? It will work. When it comes to principles, are universal. Whether you are very holy or you are very dirty, if you jump, you will come down. God embedded some measures of prosperity in principles. Because you are taught of God, he expects his children to know better. But in many cases, even Christians falter behind. Principles. Principle of diligence is a powerful principle. You see, I listened one day. Pastor Chris Akulome said, in many years, many years ago, to write a letter to how many were there? Maybe 20 people in the beginning to write a letter to somebody. He will sit down, put the Bible and the paper down and be praying. And be praying to be led by God to know what to write. Then he will write. One day just realized that say, an anointing came upon him and he began to write books and began to write things. Those who despise, and this is where I will start from next, those who despise, look, whatever you are doing in your life, if you don't fall in love with what you are doing, you can never multiply it. This is where passion comes from. You must love it so much. God saw the passion of David. When he began to tell Goliath that when Lion and Bear came, I said, Lie, lie. This, if he got over and he told his father that, ah, you took 36 sheep out, you only have 34 years. Ah, daddy, even God saved me myself. Lion came and there to father will say that. Which father will blame him? Ah, thank God you are back, oh, that Lion didn't kill you. But David said, Not me. I took 36 out, 36 will return home. God saw it and he said, this is the guy that should rule over my nation instead of Saul. Listen to me. Once you begin to uh, throw these parts, I guarantee you, everyone will be watching your movement. They will do as if they are not seeing you. When a Christian says, I wake up 3 a.m. to pray, it will look like nothing is happening at the beginning. Pastor, one of the pastors that came to speak in a meeting I attended one time, he was talking about the father as a medical student in Unibend then. He just made up his mind. His father was very rich, living in town. That every night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. or so, he would just pray in tongues one hour. He said the first few days, he prayed, prayed, prayed. He thought it was about one hour. He changed the time to 11 minutes. Ah, pray, 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 pray. And then he got used to it. He was praying like that. One day, just got to me to close, open the door, and then the housemaid was asking, What will you eat? But I said, Don't worry. He just went inside and he was praying, praying, praying. He said, he just heard the movie. He thought it was the game. When he said, I, I told him, saw my prayer. I said, I'm, I'm not eating. But then he saw this giant bee. And the angel said that, I have just come from the presence of the Lord. And the Lord said, I should give you this. The gift that man displayed that day, even as a, as a doctor, the spiritual gift. You will know that everyone gave this one, this one. But you see, everyone was watching him for days. Some other Christian will start. Then there is premiership. Then you are even trying to manage 
to pray not to watch the match until Chelsea scored the seventh goal against Man U. You know that's how it happens. You know that that's 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 a norm. So then you come out. Ha! Huh, it's as if you're a man you fan. Ah. <laughs> Seest thou a man? Seest thou a man? The day Yogicho was taken away in the spirit. It was morning devotion. Maybe he ran cat and all that day. Everybody could recite just that I was the only one in the auditorium that day. So he sat at the altar praying and the glory descended. It's about to get a take it before. So God has we of it's as if deliberately the day others are not and then God shows up. It's not trying to point, it's trying to teach people that you need to be consistent. You need to be consistent. Imagine the angel watching over you absent today, present tomorrow. Imagine the breath in you not being consistent. So you breathe on Monday. <laughs> on Tuesday. You begin to understand the nature of God and what he has done. What does the Bible say about his message? They are new every morning. Not, not most morning. Every morning. Every morning. This is what God is asking people. See, is thou a man? You know, I met some young people. What are you doing? I'm doing business. And he's sleeping there at night in the house. So, this he goes to look for clients. Some other day he stays at home. You are not doing business. You are not doing anything. Seest thou a man? About Jesus' prayer. The Bible says that he woke up early in the morning as his custom was. What is the custom of your life? Have you built a system around yourself? And I'm telling you this way that every records, they will first pretend as if they are not seeing what you are doing. But they are seeing it. It's the one that is writing now, day and night. They will write the best book in our generation. They are watching. They are watching. They are watching. They are watching. All evangelists that I know, all of them, they started with crusade where there was no boy. Some of them borrowed money to do crusade. But they never give up. One day that spirit comes to rest on them. And they begin to do the same thing effortlessly. And then millions will join them in doing the same thing. It's always God's pattern. Always. Always. I want the story of Mount Zion. The day they attend in the church. The day the breakthrough came. They will act and act and act. Dr. Panapasmore told me one day. How many places they will use their money to go and sing. And they won't give them anything. They will trade back home. Interestingly, this guy, I was just listening to his story, maybe Seventh-day Adventist or so, King Sonny Adi. And he said from Ojodu Beggar to Yaba, they will trek to go and sing with guitar on the shoulder to walk there. And he said that he mentioned the name of a singer, which I don't want to mention. That was a popular guy then. So that guy will say that at the club, said before the big boys will arrive, I will let you play. So maybe club will start seven, then the big boys will come from office around 9, 9, 30. So the older singer, they will tell them to sing like 6, 30, 7, 38. Then that one will take over. So nobody was even seeing them except the early attendance and everything. But they will take that chance, they will sing. He said one day after singing, almost losing their voice, one man just managed to get away. That one just told the friend that I pity this boy is singing and give them something now. So they gave them. And he said, this singer will stop them. This older singer after the meeting. 
Someone they give you and they will collect it from them. But they continued. One day, one day, one day. I've told you, let me say this many times. Uh, uh, my, uh, I'm the third body. Uh, my first brother wrote a so based biography. One obey clock 70. Uh, they are very close. So my brother wrote the biography for him. And it was launched on that day of his birthday. Um, he told my brother to go to the house. He lived as a young boy. Maybe in Yabos. And I told him, sadly enough, this is, is a pathetic story. So everybody that Obey lived with there 39 years ago. I'm still in that house. Face me and face you. But when my brother entered and he said that this man had done everything to help them. He said, some people, it's no money they need. They need deliverance. They told my brother that. Uh, he said, my brother said, this man is a mortal. Like, did he help any one of you? All I said, uh, he said, you were back. He said, he did his best. That severally he went to meet him, he gave to us. So fish this one, that one, money to buy. What happened to the money? It's beyond money. They are still there. And then they began to tell my brother that everybody was owing landlord. They used to dodge. So he was he said, but everybody knew that there was not a day he was coming into the house without owing a song. I must say, They were saying that. All those songs that I released later, he was already singing them. They said that everybody would know that the boy has come, that he never at any time entered the house, burning or anything. That even though he would tell them that I'm dodging the landlord, even though it looked like his life was upside down, he said, but he will come inside with a song in his mouth. That they are not, nobody surprised right now that his songs were not Nigeria. They said it was in him. All of them will be very sorrowful. The guy will sit, no light at the balcony and be singing. Diligent with the soul. A time came that heaven commanded the arts. Oh, you art, hear him. I have found that it does not only happen to Christian. There is a measure of diligence that God sees that the art tells itself that no, it will be an injustice to deprive this man. So they open the gate for the man. Diligence. 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 You know, I sat back here that day when Pastor Vitor Reze did the uh, last recording that she did there. She did an album recording here. And I think they said she stood up for eight hours. They did voice check and sound check. She was standing was at the back looking. They first while they were sound checking and the constant, start, constant, constant started and she continued. And when the meeting ended, she ordered everybody that worked with her to go and help us wash all the toilets in the church. See, is thou a man that is diligent? When I interviewed that same person, attorney and uh, minister, Lucy, you heard what they all said. And um, um, Sister Bugala Bekis. About why there are some. Pastor Natalia said the point that it's not only the anointing. Pastor Victoria still called me yesterday. I called her two days ago. She did me. So I left her. She said, I just saw the call. I'm so sorry that she went to the court maybe all night long. She said, sometimes like that, there are phones that are away from there for 12 hours. Is recording and recording and editing and recording and recording and editing. When you are a student, you forget about food. Interestingly, some of these secular guys, boys that you, they might look on serious on the outside, but they do the same thing. CS thou a man. There was that they say, Mike Jansen rehearsed from morning till night and he collapsed. CS thou a man. They say he's, he has this spirit, or even with the spirit. <laughs> I don't know whether I have it, but I'm just saying, even with it, they are still doing Riaza or Poriaza. You know, I've asked somebody before, have you ever turned on your TV? This is what I tell media guys here in the church. And some of them still don't get it now. Have you ever put on your TV and you see CNN misbehaving? 
or a reporter saying that, why well, yeah, I was late, I had a dick. <laughs> so, and so the point are supposed to, BBCs, anytime you turn up, those people, they are there. That's why they are leading. They are there. Anytime, it's called diligence. There's no time you put on your TV that CNN is not on. Are they not human beings who are working there? So don't they also fall sick and all those things? They are mastered how to control excuses. Some of them have finished a program and go and swallow pills. But you see, they program first. Because they believe that they owe the world an obligation to be there on the face of everybody. See as thou a man. It is it grieves God when unbelievers practice this more than Christians. See as thou a man that is diligent in his business. A man. See as thou a man. Many of you have seen the video before that Lionel Messi, even when they put him in the best hotel, a suit, he was playing ball at the city room of the hotel with his dog. Dog will be running. He will do like this over the dog, like this over the dog. Later, I call the two kids. He was dribbling the kids in the house for a long time. Just me and Paul. So when he comes out to play, <laughs> let me tell you something, for instance. I'm not supposed to say this. Why say it in the midst of leaders? But I can tell you. See, you listen to choir today. Maybe you felt that they did so well. If you ask Wale, the sound engineer, what you heard now, you heard it because this is an environment. Anywhere they are doing concerts, like all of them, now when you see Integrity Music, they said they released an album live. That live album, when you are all gone, they are going back to studio and replay because you can't get it right. But if you are not with a trained ear, you will not know that they made mistakes. Because sounds are not perfect. In the course of playing, guitar can go off for just five seconds. It has affected the output. But all of you shouting and worshipping will not know. But the players, they know. So many times, the person goes back. Thank God for technology. You play the guitar again. Only you just guitar alone. And they put it, they infuse it back into the music. Before it goes out. So that's why they don't finish open up a uh, uh, live concert and release the album the following day. The one person we told that they took over a month to release. But they are going back to studio and perfect a lot of things. And that is where the real work is. See us now a man that is diligent. A man plays free kick and he goes inside. You try it. You understand that they don't use mouth to play ball. Players who can spot and pass like Lucas Modric. Just chip the ball like this and it goes to the person they are talking about. See how many hours they use every day to do that leg like this. A time comes, the art commands ball to obey them. Ball begins to obey them. <laughs> when they tap the ball, the ball understands that the master is saying that go this way. And if you take life for granted and they stop the train, they to start losing the skill. That's why younger guys will come up. It is true. When we close the service now, which you will, which area of your life, which area of life are you planning to master? You know, <laughs> yeah. Moses spent so much time with God, sir, that they started calling the five books of Moses, the law of Moses. They didn't say the law of God. 
those laws were given to Moses on the mountain. But they were named after Moses. When we talk about law now, even Jesus called them the law of Moses. Wasn't the one that originated them. But investment in spiritual thing, it belonged to him. Law of Moses. Diligence. Are you ready? Great things are waiting for you, men and brethren. And I wonder whether you are ready to step in. See, is thou a man? If you go for prayer meeting, don't go and stop, go and stop, go and stop. Go. Whatever you do, even if you fall in love, fall in love forever. At least after marriage. There's a problem before marriage to change your mind. But once you are married, see, is that a man that is diligent in his business? Not that you love her today, tomorrow you change your mind. Make sure the way you start living with her. She just removes the wig. You look at the shape of the head. Ah! So God, ah, what, was I, what was I thinking? Like a guy said of him, he said, I'm sure you, you, you charm me to marry you. It's not charm. It's beauty. Now your eyes are open. You know that the wig is covering a lot. Now there's no wig. I, you are looking at her in the room. So what happened to me? Before you ask out a lady, go and look at how she looks like, really. Use that to go and visit. You can make a demand. Can you remove your wig? Let me see. <laughs> make sure you see the person very well. Dinner is a wrong place to pick a wife. You might just be shocked. At the dinner, she looks, the way the face and everything. Now, this is face to face. I don't know how to say it out. You are just wondering on your bed. As she's going to the dressing mirror movie, you are wondering. <laughs> what did happen to me? How you look at her? <sighs> I know the more you look, the more you see. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then those that you, you've not, that you now see from afar with their wig. I still the one appealing to you. Because this one, you've seen it all. Then you will know that a lot of people package. And women package well. Packaging. That's why women with natural beauty who don't use makeup. At times they are better off. Because you see them as they are. But packaging. Especially with technology now. They can turn somebody to anything. I'm not beginning to see on Facebook people wearing body parts to enhance how they look and all those things. It's a recipe for disaster. One day you will remove it and the man will see who you are. Don't let somebody start with you because of who you are not. Because when discoveries are made, it will, be, it will not be pleasant. Let a person love you as you are. If you have killed, like, celebrate it. Don't wear what makes you look like a there is nothing you should be ashamed of. You are the way you are. If you are tall, you are tall. If you are short, you are short. If you are fair, you are fair. If you are dark, you are dark. Don't go and bleach. So people like people that are dark. They will never touch people that are fair. So celebrate how you are. No matter how a woman appears, somebody thinks that you are still the finest. That's the way God made. That's why I get angry when some five men will sit down and say that uh, somebody is Miss Ward. 
Most of the people they've always picked at me is what I don't consider them fine. But I saw one that I said I can count ten ladies in you I found out than this one. Because four men will sit down and say they are representing the old world. They don't ask the rest of us. Four of you sat down, some women walk past you and said they can't walk. And usually they pick people with non long leg. We saw I mean, what is it? And then without telling the rest of us, you now call her Miss World. Our wives are fine. Now shut up. Only my Miss World. But you see, there are many people in this organization finer than all the Miss World. But you see, we are not authorities in that field. So it is who they say is Miss World. Now all of you also join them to say, this is Miss World. So that's the way it is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you know what? There's a program they call them strong. They, they, then they, 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 they said the strongest man on earth. How can you say this is the strongest? Have you gone around the whole world? Bring him to Oshun. Some people will beat him up here. <laughs> you just say he's the strongest man in the world. By your own calculation. But I say again, that is the body responsible for that. So you have to accept. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Let's rise. God bless you. Hallelujah. God will help us to begin to pray. Every of those five points, they are very hot. But this is just the starting one. Diligence. 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 Seest thou a man? Oh Lord my God. Passion. Pouring your energy into something that you love. How many of you know the Bible they call Dick's Bible? Lester, some man met the man many times. Say his eyes will be red. What are you working on? About eight hours every day. He wasn't pastoring. He was just working on it. When the Bible came out, the old world bought the Bible. See as thou a man that is diligent in his business. No Bible till now as detailed as Dick's Bible. No Bible as detailed. The guy worked for on the Bible for years. When he came out, the old world bought the Bible. The old world. See as thou a man that is diligent in his business. Okay, now they call you a fashionist or whatever name. You make clothes for people. But are you just going to stop there? Many people make clothes. What stands you out? Somebody made the one I'm wearing. And that's that Many people wear clothes. Many people in this church, in this church alone, maybe over 40, 50 fashion designers are here. What stands you out? Remember what we started with is God's plan for multiplication, but you must understand the first principle. Diligence. See, is that a man that is diligent? That is diligent. When we started, a friend of mine also started who had a better ability to teach than myself. He started in another city, not in Lagos. And after like three Sundays, there were seven one time, there were two one time, seven two. Then one day to adjust himself and his wife, and then he stopped the church. Then he said that they were going to itinerary teaching, teaching and everything. But he had signs that God called him. It almost happened to me also. See, is that a man that is diligent? Not giving up because things are unfavorable. But rising and saying that this is it. This is it. 
I heard the one person at Tanya Faith when he first started trying to sink. Even in the church where he was. Pastor Victoria told me they said they were in the same church. They grew up in the same church. The same thing. They were not among the singers then, but they continued. Quiet day in. Pastor Nathaniel told me that he said, after you are done Riaza from maybe like, uh, uh, like uh, 11, 12, or 1 in the afternoon till 5, 6, Pastor Escort, late Pastor Escort of City of David. Yeah, there's this habit. He was just driving after that late in the night. I said, I'm sorry, I heard you. So, is that what you're planning to sing tomorrow? That's your own. Now, start Riaza again, all over again. He will now sit in something and be listening to you. Say all of them. Some left. They felt the drilling was true. I said, but Pastor Ray said one day, Pastor, the Pastor, uh, uh, the Pastor called him and told, uh, uh, he said, I know people will run away from my training. He said, but the people that I train, the nation will know. Is that not happening now? Yeah. You sustain the whole world. All of them from the same roots. He said, those of you that stay, he said, when the time comes, you will know. They will say they want to go and see. So I say, see that you're not going to sing anywhere. Where, where, who is inviting you? <laughs> I don't know I said that. <laughs> the pastor brought his testimony from America or from somewhere. So he told me, I'm playing. Trumpeter. The guy played. I told him, I see, I brought him just to let you see how a good trumpeter plays. You know, you go and see that one after service and be sad. But he said, he was working on them. But he's not showing now. The same person that has gone to America now to play for the people that came that time. See, is that a man that is diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. We receive your word with humility. Help us to be doers. Help everybody and not to be hearers only. In this month of May, many dramatic miracles will happen in your life. That was the unction I received during second service and I'm saying it to everybody. It will look like drama. One drama of miracle after another. God will speak to men because of you. People will just wake up about you. To your matter. Events and circumstances will favor you. The Lord will show himself might on your behalf. Let it be that the goodness of God you will experience in May will be superior to anyone you have ever experienced in the past. May you be visited by the Lord in May in a greater way than any other time in the past. Let this May be a month to remember. In the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.